Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of TikTok. I am your host, Callie, and I just want to celebrate with you if you're listening in real time that we are in the week leading up to Christmas and just sending my wishes to you for a peaceful and a beautiful and a special Christmas season. Before I get into our topic for the day, I want to say that one of our favorite traditions as a family is that the week leading up to Christmas, we do random acts of kindness. It was initiated when my kids were little and went to preschool and I showed up that last preschool day before break and local church in our community had set up this little coffee area with all the fancy stuff. And I was so effusive. I was like, oh, thank you so much. This mama needed it. And they said, well, it's just a random act of kindness after I asked how much I owed. And they said, just pass it on. And that was years and years ago because my kids are 13 and 14 now. And that has been a tradition that has been so beautiful. It doesn't have to cost you money. It can be as creative or as simple as you want it to be. And it is just a spirit of generosity and a great way to fill your time with togetherness and purpose. Well, I want to talk to you today. I'm going to take you back. Speaking of when my kids were little, my church had a, an event for women called Lift. And that particular time, we had a panel. And the whole idea was to have different women in different stages and seasons of life to answer questions that hopefully resonated with our audience. And I was invited to be on the panel, and they asked me to talk about what it was like to be a working mom, which I felt so honored to be asked to do that. And they shared a few talking points, a couple questions that we might be prepared for. So throughout that week prior, I was just running through them in my mind. And it wasn't until I was getting ready, like doing my hair, doing my makeup, getting ready to walk out the door that I really felt like I wanted a visual of what life is like when you're in the frantic chaotic zone and what life is like when you're in the intentional peaceful zone. So as we go into this holiday season, this week of Christmas, and we think about the you know, silent night, or we think about all the different feels that we're supposed to feel, I thought it might be appropriate to bring that back. And the visual that came to my mind in that moment that I have now clung to, and now I teach on, and I emphasize is the difference between cradling and juggling. So as I said on that panel that night, for the very first time, I talked about that imagery, that feeling, and ever since then, I feel like it's resonated with a lot of people, and that's where we're going to go with in our podcast episode today. Let's compare the two, and first, we're going to start with juggling. Now, (laughs) I think of myself as a pretty coordinated person, pretty decent athlete, but I tell you what I'm horrible at is juggling. I mean, I can do it with two things, two balls, two whatever, oranges, uh, but that's not really juggling. I mean, I could do it with one, but when I think about the actual act of juggling, I mean, what do you feel when you think about yourself doing it? 
I think about emotions like I am frantic, it is urgent, it is stressful, it is never ending. I think about the people that juggle and then all of a sudden someone from the side like throws in a flaming sword or throws in whatever, right? So people can add to it. There's always that opportunity for more. And where's my gaze? It is all over the place. It is confused. My mom has a friend, Heather, who actually is a juggler. She she was in the circus. How cool is that? And Heather has such a, a cool, unique life. My mom and Heather met walking on the beach, literally. My mom is friends with everybody. And Heather tried to teach me one time how to juggle. And I finally just said, Heather, this is not for me. It was like with silk scarves first, nothing breakable or <laughs> nothing you could damage furniture in your house. And still, I was like, this is not my thing. I want you to know that I believe most people, most humans, particularly women, particularly working women, particularly working women who are mothers, this is what you attempt to do on a daily basis. I mean, your life is consumed with so many different things that you are trying to juggle them all, not drop the ball or two or 10 Keep things going. If you do drop it, you got to pick it up as soon as possible, put it back in action. And there's no rest. There's very little recovery from a season of juggling. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I want to pause and say as well that I believe there are not going to be awards or badges in the long run for burnout and for those that are attempting this juggling scenario that I'm talking about. I have a friend who her pastor came to her one day because juggling can include a lot of things. And let me also be clear, juggling can include a lot of good things. You know, that's the misnomer here. So many times we think we'll be so easy to decline things that are not with great outcome, right? Or don't have, don't make me feel good or not service oriented or about others. And then we just continue for other people to add in the balls. And so this friend was in that position. She felt like she should volunteer for everything. She felt like everything should be homemade. You know, you get the idea. And her pastor came to her one day and he said, you know what? You are one inch deep and one mile wide. In other words, you are so stretched. He said, I would love for you to be one inch wide, one mile deep. Do the thing that you are called to do and don't feel like you are obligated, required, the guilt into doing what everyone else says, suggests, or whatever ball they throw your way. So in this particular example of juggling, I want you to take a quick audit and analysis. What and why are you juggling? So it's not just one or the other. What are you juggling? What are all of the things that you try to keep in order and rotating and, you know, circulating in your life and orbit, in orbit, right? What what are you juggling? That's the first thing. You don't have to take a long time. I mean, just spot it off on the top of your head. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it is organizations you're involved in. Maybe it's even expectations that, of things like home-cooked meals every day, et cetera. Then why are you juggling it? Is it out of obligation? Is it out of joy? Is it out of that's your skill and your talent? Or is it out of 
habit. What and why are you juggling? I remember we took our kids with our best friends on a Disney cruise. And there was a Facebook group that you could be part of. And it was, you know, just helpful hints or, you know, preparing you for this cruise. And you had the opportunity, it was around Christmas time, that if you wanted to, you could have like a secret Santa or secret Santas or whatnot. And you could like create and wrap and give out all these gifts to strangers on the cruise if you wanted to. Now, if that is your jam and that is something you love to do, maybe that's something that just you help it wind you down at night or your kids like to do it. So it's a great craft activity, then go for it, girl. But what I noticed in this Facebook group was the stress that people had. They were staying up late. They were getting up early. They were spending money they probably didn't have. They were investing time that they certainly didn't have, especially around this time of year, all for strangers and people they didn't even know. To me, that is an example of juggling gone wrong. What am I juggling and why am I juggling it? So many things in this case are within our control. Now I want to switch gears and I want to think about cradling. Have you had a friend recently or maybe you yourself that have had a newborn baby? I mean, unless you're driving right now, I want you to cradle your arms. I'm doing it as well. But I want you to think about the feeling. I want you to think about the peace that comes. I want you to think about where your gaze is fixed. It's not all over the place. It's not random. It's not, it's fixed in one direction, down at what you're holding. It's protected. That, friends, is what I want us to think about in this season. Not the juggling, but the cradling. In episode five, I talked about intentions and having those three intentions. So if you want to go back and listen to that and remind yourself of what those are, we can always use a refresher all day, every day, right? I also do have exciting news. It's not official or anything yet, but I talked in that episode about a journal that I love that allows me to have those intentions, that those are the things that I cradle. I only have room for so much. I don't have room for, you know, imagine trying to cradle, whether it's a a baby or all of this juggling ball, imagine trying to cradle a lot. No, I only have room for a little, a few things, maybe a handful of things, maybe three things. So with that journal, I am working on something for us in our community. So stay tuned, stay tuned. Because you only have room for so much. That means that you do say no to things. See, juggling is saying yes to everything. And we just learned that there's a trade-off. My friend Randy just totally blew my mind with this simple concept. Whatever we say yes to, we're saying no to as well, right? We're saying yes to this activity, which means we're saying no to this activity. We're saying yes to this person, which means we're saying no. And vice versa, we say no to this. Therefore, we can say yes to that. So cradling is a lot of saying no, (laughs) but again, it's a lot of saying yes. I want to give you, again, equip you a a few tools on how to say no, because I know that can feel like a foreign language, although it's funny, no is really the same in a lot of different languages, literally. No could sound something like this. I'm so honored that you would ask me or you would invite me. I'm going to have to decline. And you just smile and nod. There's no room for misinterpretation there. Oh, I so appreciate that. Wow, that feels great that you would invite me and you would include me and I'm going to have to decline. Maybe you can say I'm going to have to decline at this time. Ask me again in the future. 
Or maybe you just say, oh, that sounds so fun or that sounds really rewarding. I'm already committed, but I'd love an invitation later on. Or I'd love to circle back to that in a different season. So those two little phrases, I hope those help. I'm gonna have to decline. And also I'm already committed. Now you could already be committed to date night. You could already be committed to your own white space, introverted, put your AirPods on, go for a walk. You could already be committed to taking a nap. You could be already committed to another social activity that fills your cup up. You could already be committed to so many different things. You do not have to explain yourself. No is a complete sentence. The last thing I want to share about cradling is cradling can change in different seasons too. There may be a time where you add more or something is replaced. I think about different seasons. I'm going to share with you an episode coming up with my wonderful friend, Karen, who has a senior and she reaches out to moms and supports moms who have seniors in high school. And there's going to be room in her arms once her son is taking the next step in his journey towards adulthood, which means she may have room for something else. So it's it's not permanent. It can change. It can be static. For me, I am in that stage right now. I'm calling it my and era. Because of what I desire and what my kids require and my husband requires time of me, I have more time and availability in this virtual world and in this season that I could do my and era. I can cradle my TikTok podcast does not feel like juggling to me because I'm able to make room. I think about my mom who retired a few years ago. There were things that were very on the periphery of her life and her schedule, but now they can be a priority. Even right now, as I'm recording this podcast, she is serving at our local domestic violence shelter with a friend and they're wrapping gifts and they're sorting things for all the women and children that are there. Whereas when she was working full time, that wasn't a possibility. So it's not a forever thing. It's a now thing. So friends, where have you been? Have you been a juggler and probably not a very good one? This is the time to say, What and why am I juggling? Both things are just as important because sometimes we try to fill ourselves up. Maybe there's an emptiness somewhere else. Maybe we don't know what to do when we're not busy. Maybe we feel like this is how we get our reward. Maybe this is how we get our affirmation. This is why people like us. What If I don't do it, nobody will do it. But remember that that mile, it's hard to say, mile wide, (laughs) inch deep. The beautiful thing is someone else may have room for that. And if you are trying to do it, you may be taking it away from them. So cradling, the peaceful feeling, the opportunity to be able to gaze without guilt and without explanation on the things that you have been gifted or you have chosen. So I want to encourage you in that today. I'd love to know your thoughts and your takeaways of this picture, this mental picture that is going to support you over these next few days, especially. So friends, Merry Christmas to you. God bless you. You have been truly a gift to this girl that it was almost literally one year ago that I started to walk around my house with my hands open. I guess my arms open. I said, God, I have room for something else. What would you have for me? Never in a million years did I expect that it would be something like this, but what a 
gift. And that's who you are to me. I hope you're part of our TikTok community, which is on Facebook. So join our community. You can find that in the show notes. You can find my free printable in the show notes. You can connect with me in the show notes too. So have a beautiful, blessed season. God bless you. And we'll be with you next time. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.